Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton and Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today. Cannot wait to get to those. I have a lot to catch you up on, though, behind the scenes. I told you last week that I was sick. Turns out I had COVID. Yes, indeed, it finally got me. It finally got me, that son of a bitch, COVID. And tell you what, didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. (laughs) I'm feeling much better today. I felt like garbage yesterday and obviously the whole freaking weekend. And um, it's it, it was... It just lingered a long time. And anytime I felt better, I'd go outside, kind of let the watch the kids play out out in the snow. And then all of a sudden, I just get, you know, blindsided by a truck. So I'm hoping I'm past all that because, like I said, I I, I feel great as of right now. So I'm, I'm just worried that that's going to happen. But overall, I mean, it was pretty bad. The only thing I'd, I would say is that made it worse than, like, the flu that I've had before is that it lingered for a while and it kept going up and down. Otherwise, you know, I was sick. I was pretty sick. Yeah. Had a fever most of the weekend. So my brain's probably fried like like green tomatoes. But yeah, I mean, it was bad, but not the worst I've ever felt in my life. But I am what I'm more concerned about is COVID dick. Remember how we talked about that? COVID dick is a thing, apparently. And it's been documented through doctors. <laughs> and, and the elasticity of your penis can actually be damaged due to COVID. So I don't got much to work with, okay? And now I'm worried. So during this episode, we will be doing a, a documentary of sorts. We'll be doing some live check-ins with my genitalia. I'm kidding. Or am I? <laughs> you doing okay down there? I'm okay. <laughs> Things are looking good. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. You never, that's penis stuff. <laughs> anyway, again, um, new lines crossed. Got it. Check. Boom. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's so stupid. But yeah, that's that was kind of dominating my weekend is getting over COVID and just not a fun time, obviously, but I slept a lot. Holy crap. So I did that. Watched a lot of football over the weekend, which was nice. I do enjoy looking at social media after a big loss when you have a fan base like the Dallas Cowboys and all you see on social media as far as you know, fan reaction is Dallas Cowboy fans smashing their TVs after the loss to the 49ers. Like it's the TV's fault. 
Oh, if you had a Samsung, they would have won. So ridiculous. I saw this guy. He literally takes it off the wall, walks it out front, throws it on his driveway, gets in his truck, and runs it over. That's stupid. That tells me you got a lot more issues in life than you want to admit. Just because your team lost doesn't mean you need to act like a moron. Now, the only way that I would say that that's acceptable to smash a TV after a team loses is if that TV was junk anyway and it wasn't actually the TV you watched the the game on. Like, it's just damaged. It stopped working like a month ago. You just haven't got around to throwing it away. Then you're like, let's do a funny video of me smashing a TV after the Cowboys lose because we all know it's going to happen. And sure enough, it happens. And then, you know, you, you get a million views on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So that's the only way I see it's acceptable. Otherwise, you're just a big moron for smashing your TV. There's a guy just like fucking almost put his fist through the entire TV because he was so mad. That happened at the radio station when I worked there. There was a guy, he didn't know how to use the computer system. So he got mad at the computer system and he punched one of the touch screens. It was a dual screen unit. And he punched it because he didn't know how to use it. And then he had to pay for it. Like, dude, you can't do that, man. Don't, don't do stupid things. Because what was annoying about that is that affected not just him at that moment because he couldn't figure out how to do something. So it screwed everybody else for a while, especially because most of us were used to using the touchscreen and the replacement screen was not a touchscreen. So we had to get used to not doing that, which wasn't the end of the world. But it's just like every time you touch the screen, you'd be like, fucking Lance, (laughs) damn it. Why did he have to do that? <laughs> if he listens, yeah, we know. We know you did it. <laughs> Everybody knew. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> COVID dick, check in. You doing okay? I'm fine. Little tight. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll see what I can do. All right. You know what we need to do? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. Someone saw a blackish, brownish-looking blob on a satellite image in Colorado, and now a lot of people think it's Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, you see a a blackish blob on, on, on a satellite image? What could it be? It's Bigfoot. Oh my God, it's Bigfoot. Come on, people. It's it's making the rounds. When you look at it, I guess you could say it, it could look like a Bigfoot. But to be honest, it's an aerial shot. And it could easily be a little body of water that collected over the winter or whenever the actual satellite image was officially taken. It it could be a big, giant pile of dog shit for all I know. Come on, people. Everything is a freaking conspiracy. It's Bigfoot. I just go back to this, guys. Listen, I love Colorado. There's a lot of beautiful 
places in Colorado, especially the forest areas. But what what are the chances of a Bigfoot living there and we've never discovered their bones, any sort of remains? Nothing. Come on. It's just a little, little too bizarre. The, the, the numbers just don't add up. Now, that being said, if one day somebody discovers an actual Bigfoot, dead or alive, and it comes to the you know, the attention of the public and they say, guys, Bigfoot is real. Okay, then I'll eat my words. But as of right now, Bigfoot is not real. It's a great story. It's a fairy tale. Oh, you got magical beasts in the in the forest? Yes, yes. Their dicks are made of sparkling cider. So if you lick it, you'll become magical too. I don't know why I went down that path with Bigfoot, but I did. You're welcome. Come on. It's a great story. It's something that we can always say, oh, you saw a weird sound or heard a weird sound in the forest when you were camping. You can't explain it. Okay. It's probably Bigfoot. Come on. There's, geez. It could be wolves. It could be coyotes. It could be a giant fucking squirrel. I don't know, but it's most likely, most likely, 99% sure and I'm not a scientist, that it's not Bigfoot, guys. Stop. I'll put it on my Facebook page, to Huff Uncensored. So if you go to facebook.com slash Podcast, you'll find the picture as soon as I decide to put it up there. <laughs> I just don't think it is. Don't think it is. A girl in Rhode Island asked the police. She wrote a letter to the police department to ask ask them to analyze Christmas a Christmas cookie, excuse me, for Santa's DNA. Cause she's like, no, no, this this doesn't seem right. She has the wheels turning in her mind, and she's like, these things aren't adding up. And she's obviously a brilliant little girl. She's like, let's run some DNA samples. Or maybe what happens is her parents let her watch CSI, you know, whatever. Miami or whatever is on. I don't watch CSI anymore, but she's watching too many shows like that. Or maybe she's in the Dateline. She's like, maybe Santa Claus is breaking into people's homes. (laughs) Something like that. But either way, good for her for being that that smart and thinking ahead and saying, let's let's settle this for once, uh, you know, for once and all. So let's get some DNA samples of these cookies that he allegedly ate. Now, here's what's interesting. This is a chance for the police department to just stop the bullshit. And they won't. They won't. But if they actually cared about the future of this this potential doctor, this potential detective, this potential scientist, or, or whatever, this brilliant mind that likes to troubleshoot, I love that. My daughter is really good at troubleshooting, and it's fucking phenomenal to watch. And just like this girl, this is their opportunity to be honest with the results. But they won't because it is a it is a problem that has just gone crazy, and nobody wants to be the dick that says to the little girl, "Listen, <laughs> it Santa's not real. It's probably your mom or dad." But what they could do, send out a report. Give it to the parents and be like, this is your option to give it to your kid or not. 
and the test results could say, according to the test results, your father ate the cookies, and Santa isn't real. Also, we found traces of semen on the cookies, so that's weird, too. (laughs) It's up to the parents to decide whether they want to give that to their daughter or not. I don't know. It's just annoying. I know it just really goes to show you, kind of highlights again, how much we lie to our kids and how it's just... And it's funny because my son now, since he discovered this, I don't remember when we... I told you about it too. I think it was like in September of last year when he discovered the truth. But now he just sees it. He's like, really, man, it's like, it is everywhere. The lies. And it doesn't really make sense anymore. Why we lie to kids about Santa Claus. We really should be just honest with it. Let the parents take the credit for the good gifts and just say, Santa used to be this thing that we would all, you know, believe in. But now it's just like we we decided it's better for you guys to know the truth. I think we'd actually create better people that way. But whatever. What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? I'm just a guy on a podcast talking into a microphone. Anyway, we got more coming your way. But first, add this to your New Year's resolutions. Win money in 2023 with Superbook Sports. Superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in Las Vegas. So you're going to get the best odds anywhere as we're knee-deep in the football playoffs. Oh, it's so exciting. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. Make 2023 the year when you win money from Vegas. So download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now and place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call. 1-800-522-4700. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, they just have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Every time I go in there, I'm just amazed. It's just like, oh, God, just such a clean lineup of just good stuff. And here's the thing. Maybe you can't get out there and go into Total Beverage. That's okay. They deliver. And they also do curbside pickup available. So, What you need to do, if you can, stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can check them out online at TotalBev.com. They got weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes on there. So check it out. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. Big shocker, breaking news. It's breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking news. A man ate 40 chickens in 40 days. And guess what? Oh, you don't you don't know. Guess what? He felt awful and had terrible nightmares by the end of it. Big shocker. (laughs) Big shocker. Eating a, a large amount of the same thing on a regular basis is bad for you. Who knew? Who could have seen that coming? Jesus, dude. The guy wanted to do a, like a 30 day challenge. Then he was starting to get a whole bunch of media attention for it. So he went an additional like 10 days. And on the, on the final day, there was over 500 people there to watch him consume this last chicken. And it's like rotisserie chickens is what he's eating. But dude, uh, circling back, 
don't eat the same thing over and over again. Now, I guarantee you this guy is not going to like chicken for like a year or two because he's just eat, eating too much of it. I remember there was a point in time where my wife was just like, we need to eat spinach. Like, we need to get a lot of spinach in our diet. And we ate it so much, it ruined the taste of spinach. It took me like two years before I, I even wanted to try spinach again. Now I can eat it. But it's just like you can't eat too much of one thing because it just it ruins it for you. Now, the good thing about all this, because obviously that's not healthy for your body to be consuming the same thing over and over and over again. But the good thing that came out of it, because there was so much publicity, he decided he wanted to give something back to the local community. He's, this is what he said. We were able to encourage the restaurant chain Boston Market to donate more than 250 meals, and we're hosting an event where people who need it can get a hot meal. So that's cool. So there's some good that came out of that. And ultimately, 250 meals, I feel like Boston Market could step it up and give a little bit more than 250 meals. Listen, I'm spending their money, but it's for charity. And it, one, it's a good look. Let's just say that, Boston Market. It's a good look if you, if you decide... You know what? Screw it. Let's make it 500. But it's also, you're being good people. How about that company? Be a good company. Be a good bunch of people and help out more people if you can. If you can. Boston Market. I don't know. Is Boston Market still around in Colorado? It was pretty popular when I was younger. And then it just, it was overpriced. And it was basically you're eating Thanksgiving a Thanksgiving meal every time you went there and it just got old really quick. So I'm glad it's not around. I don't see it's around anymore because I just don't, it just wasn't that great. Wasn't that great. Maybe you like it, but you're weird. That's why. <laughs> Derek Wolf, former Denver Bronco shot a mountain lion and it's kind of divided on this on whether or not, he did the right thing. I did a Twitter poll over the weekend. And I asked, are you upset that Derek Wolf shot a mountain lion that was terrorizing a Colorado neighborhood? Simple yes, find another way. Or no, they are dangerous. Yes, came in with 12% of the votes and 88% went to no. That was over 1,000 votes on that. And here's, here's the way I'm going to look at this. He didn't break any laws. Derek Wolf didn't break any laws. Colorado Parks and Wildlife said it was legal, and he had a license to do so. Okay. Now, according to Colorado Parks and Wildlife, hunters may harvest one lion from April 1st through April 30th, 2022, or one lion during the fall season, November, November 28th of 2022, to March 31st, 2023, depending on the valid season dates for the unit you are hunting. It's one. It's not like he's going out there saying, let's, let's go fucking hunt mountain lions. Somebody asked him for his help because this, this mountain lion was terrorizing this neighborhood. And he, he found it. It was hiding under this lady's porch down the road, according to Wolf. That's what she told him. Please get rid of him if you could. He killed my dog last year. Wolf discussed this on the drive on 104.3 The Fan. And 
what he ended up doing is what's crazy is he shot it with a bow and arrow, which I just think is awesome. That's just badass. When my dad used to hunt with bow and arrows and I wish I would have been able to learn how to do that from him because that's, that's just badass. But anyway, and then he had to take it down this mountain with it's on it, uh, with it on his back. And so he could get it in the truck. There's a picture of him holding the cat. The cat is bigger than Derek Wolf. Former Denver Bronco. It's not like Derek Wolf was a kicker, like a little tiny little thing. No, he's a big, big man. And this cat is gigantic. And this is what I'm going to say when it comes to this conversation. If this was my neighborhood, if I was in that family with that lady where this mountain lion killed my dog, and when you look at the size of this thing, that thing, that thing could kill a human grown-up. A grown man would be at the mercy of this thing if they didn't have a weapon. I would hope that if this was in my neighborhood, I would hope somebody like Derek Wolf would come around and be able to take care of it like he did. And yes, I understand that a lot of times they're up in the mountain areas, but they do make it down into the suburbs. We had a, a mountain lion down here in my neighborhood, I want to say like three, four years ago. And it's just literally, they saw it the street over. And that thing gets a hold of your animals or a small child, they're done. So I get it because you look at the cat and it, it's just a beautiful cat. But. <clears throat> Once it starts interfering with human lives and stuff like that, then then it gets real gray and muddy. And I know it's, listen, like I said, it's not like he's going around killing a bunch of mountain lions. I get that. I do. I know people that live on farms and they have to do this with coyotes all the time because they go in there and start killing their chickens and stuff like that. So they have to kill them. They don't do it because they want to just go around shooting coyotes or mountain lions. They do it because they're protecting what's theirs. And, and I know a lot of people will be like, whoa, this is their land before it's our land, okay? We're human beings. We're scum. I get, listen, I get it. But like I said, Colorado Parks and Wildlife saying that Derek Wolf was acting within the law. He's in good standings with them. He's not going out there being a, you know, a, a obsessive compulsive hunter where he just can't stop hunting and just like he wants to kill more and more and more. No, he's not. He's staying within the law. And he's just what he's doing is that's a big tomcat or however you want to say it. it. So it's a male lion, which will just go a little bit crazy with shit and, and cause a lot of problems. So. I get it. You're pissed because he killed a beautiful animal. I get it. I get it. It is beautiful. But the thing is, is sometimes you got to, and I believe he said this somewhere, is you kind of have to manage the predators. And the only reason why a lot of people are mad about this is because it took such a center stage in, in the media. Overall, I don't think he did anything wrong. If that was, I was in the neighborhood and that thing was running around, and somebody took it out, I'd be like, ah, it's sad that it had to die, but Jesus, I'd rather that, I would rather the cat die than my family die. Okay? That's the, that's the case. 
and and I consider my my animals, my dog and my cat part of my family. So if that thing is going to eat my dog, I want somebody like Derek Wolf to swoop in and fucking kill it with a bow and arrow. One, because that's awesome. I'm not saying, God, it's just, I listen, I understand a lot of people hate the idea of killing animals, and I get it. Because he killed it to protect. He didn't kill it to eat it or anything like that. But the people that are anti the fact that he killed that, I'm never going to win with you. I get it. And you're mad that I'm saying what I'm saying. He did what he did. I don't see what's wrong with what he did. If that upsets you, you're just going to have to get over it. Or stew in it and let that ruin your life. But either way, I'm moving on from it because he did the right thing. He's in the legal rights of, of doing it. And Colorado Parks and Wildlife is like, yeah, it's fine. It was either him do it or or somebody else do it. And you can't relocate those because I guess that, that they're just going to find their way back anyway. So it is what it is, guys. You either are fine with it or you're not. And if you're not, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It, that's, that's just the reality of life. It's the circle of life. Man, that thing is huge, too. Oh, my God, that, that cat is gigantic. Beautiful cat. And, and when you see it next to Derek, and like I said, Derek's a huge guy. I've stood next to Derek. Derek towers over me, and I'm a gigantic human being. I'm not. I'm not. But he's, he's holding it, and that thing, if, if it came down where Derek didn't have a weapon on hand, and that thing was face-to-face -face with him when, when it was alive, and that thing wanted to attack Derek for whatever reason, he felt it necessary, there's a good chance Derek doesn't make out, the, out of that situation alive, or at least, you know, he's going to be fucked up. So those things are dangerous. So I'm sure I, I pissed off a lot of people with that, and I get it. By the way, what we need to do is check in on COVID Dick. COVID Dick, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Sounds like it's getting serious. No, it's fine. It's fine. Just a little sad. <laughs> ah, COVID Dick's sad. <laughs> My wife is going to listen to this and she's like, did you seriously check in with your penis to see if it had COVID dick? What? 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 No. No. Yeah, I did. I did. Sorry. Anyway. Listen, if you have any uh, thoughts on today's podcast, go ahead. Send them to me, dehuffoncensor.gmail.com. And I'll, I'll respond to those at a later date. It's okay if you disagree with me. I get it especially when it comes to the mountain lion story. A lot of people are one way or the other. And I see both perspectives. But here's the thing. I know enough people that live in those rural areas where they have to protect themselves. And they're not going out there just shooting a bunch of random animals. They're doing it for control to keep the other animals safe and other people safe. So it's not like he's going out there with a fucking machine gun and shooting a bunch of fucking random animals. No, he's going out there. He's taking care of one predator. And he's within the law. Okay? I get it. I get I get it. Because it's a beautiful animal. And it's a shame that it had to be put down. 
but you got to look at the reality of, of life. And that's just like, if, if he doesn't, it's going to just continue to take things out. Eventually it's going to get to human life. And, and that's a problem. Anyway, but if you disagree with me, that's fine. I get it. Just let me know to huffuncensored.gmail.com. Hopefully you don't get COVID dick if you've uh, had uh, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> I know a couple people that have had COVID a couple times. Oh, boy. They're innies now. No more outies. It's like a turtle coming out of its shell. Look at that. Anyway, it got weird. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you can, please. Superbook Sports Colorado, thank you so much. Blake Street Tavern, they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Oh, my God, you got to check them out. They keep posting these great pictures on Facebook for Blake Street Tavern, and it's just making me hungry way too much. Way too much. I need to go down there. Maybe we all go down there and grab a bite to eat together. We should plan on that. It'll be a date. Me and however millions of you, okay? That'll be fun. It'll be fun. Thanks so much to Total Beverage as well in Westminster and Thornton. You got to go check them out at TotalBev.com. It's the Huff on Censor. Thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Have an amazing day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time. Oh, my. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.